everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we're continuing the Marvel Cinematic Universe journey with Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Volume 1. And before I introduce my guests, I just want to say real quick to rate the show if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. But also check out our Instagram at It Just Works Studios, where you can actually hop in a giveaway I'm doing that ends May 12th, and we're recording this Sunday at uh, 1019 on April 30th. It is for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's a free $70 game. Hop in the giveaway. You never know. You might win. And you can go resell the game or you could play it. Hopefully you play it. It's the most anticipated game of the year. Uh, but be sure to check out our socials and rate the show again. Thank you guys so much. And let's go ahead and get on with the show. I have two amazing guests here today to continue this Marvel conversation that we all love and, and some people might hate. But uh, I have Eric, the periodic gamer back, and Mike as back as well. And uh, Mike. How's your week been so far, man? Good, dude. Just uh, racing home this weekend. Had the kids uh, and, and the family over in Arizona and uh, for a graduation thing. And so it's been kind of uh, whirlwind the shit, but I'm glad to be back home. So I'm glad to be glad to see you guys again, dude. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm getting spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> dude, two weekends in a row. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh living up that dad life over there man um just went yeah. from uh the international man of mystery to full-on dad life i like yes. it i'm happy for you uh definitely happy to have you on again um definitely plan on continuing the mcu until probably end game we'll probably stop after that because it sucks after that but uh yes man love to see your face hopefully we can keep doing it every weekend but uh eric you are also here eric how's your week been man Oh, hello, Ryan. Thanks for noticing me, you piece of shit. Also, you need to change my fucking name. I don't like it. The Periodic Gamer sounds dumb, and that's not well, what it was. Come up with something. I don't need There's to come up with gamer. I don't need yeah. to shit. Um, ch- I thought, yeah, ch- when did it change? Ryan's dumb. Uh, because he says that he plays games not even casually anymore. He says he plays them periodically, and I was like, oh, he's the Periodic Gamer. No, we had a better name for it. Uh, go back and listen, bitch. Okay. Um. Anyway, no, how's your week been so far? It's been just awesome, Ryan. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> I, I appreciate you giving a shit about nothing. Um, what have you done this week that you know made you feel like you did nothing? I didn't do anything. You know, yeah, life just a becomes a blur. There, bud. What? I mean, did you have a busy work week? Did you do any projects? Any restaurants we working on? anything notable yeah i did a bunch of stuff drove around a lot i watched a lot of succession while i was driving so that was probably the biggest thing i did this week yeah, um, I heard that's a really good show i plowed through the first season in a couple days um i'm in the second season now i just had never watched it and uh so yeah i have been enjoying that one um and then i did i did get caught up on barry so that was cool because uh, that's mm, actually I forgot that's out. really good. It's very good. I'm excited to see where it ends. Um, I yeah, I haven't Bill Hader's just like Bill Hader's knocked it out of the park since for the last season three, and then even this season, the way that he because uh, it's just a totally different character for him in the way he plays it, and honestly, he plays it with uh, you know you can just completely see his he's fucked he's fucked in the head and and he does a really good job of that and showing that off so it's a really good show you guys should watch if you're not um but yeah just i've been doing that works fine whatever works work nothing yeah. nothing to write home about and then uh went swimming yesterday with the kids and hung out at the pool that's about it dude how about you ryan yeah. how was your week uh it's been good uh i have a survey coming up for work so that's like my bosses will walk around some of my main accounts to make sure that like all the stuff that uh we're looking to push for sales right now are on the sales floor and looking dialed in so that's going to be this thursday when we go see guardians um they're going to walk my stores i also just applied for a district manager position so hopefully uh that goes well um really there you go dude any... good job yeah yeah dude like you know, I was talking to mom about it yesterday. Thank you so much. I was talking to mom about it yesterday. Like, it's crazy. My my five year plan with the company is actually like becoming a reality. Like, I wanted to become an area manager in five years. That's not going to happen yet, but I'm pretty fucking fucking close, dude. Like, 
And, uh, you know, I, I got this job with just my resume. I didn't know a single person in the company. I wasn't handed anything. And, you know, my whole life, like we talk about, it's been you and Chris making things easy for me, but like this job is all me and like making a name for myself and, and promoting myself, uh, you know, the bosses and stuff. And like, damn, it's like kind of cool to see it make, come this far. And, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Cause I want to run the damn place. So, um, it's exciting, man. Like I'm excited at the opportunity at an interview. Cause I believe I'm guaranteed that obviously I'm not guaranteed the promotion, but just the idea of that prospect makes me really happy. So that's pretty much my week. Uh, just been doing that. I've been working out every day. I've lost 10 pounds now. Um, going to probably amp up the workouts, uh, moving forward because I think I need to do a little bit more intensive stuff. Um, just been trying to eat healthy, uh, checked out the new star Wars game. It's cool. Um, but I've been watching beef on Netflix. I don't know if you guys saw that with Ali Wong and Steven young. And it's one of the most fucked up shows I've ever seen in my life because it really shows like how sad we are as people or how shitty we, we treat each other and, and how, you know, you don't know someone's life on the outside might look good, but on the inside it's crumbling and falling apart. And, um, the show does a really good job of showing that, um, I'm on episode, I think five or six of 10. And then I forgot that Barry season four started, Eric. So I really appreciate you saying that. Cause I've watched that show since it premiered. And I think it's one of the best shows of all time. And like you said, Bill Hader really knocks out of the park. So I can't wait to watch season four. I think they're probably a couple episodes deep now. I am. Um, yeah. I missed the premiere is tonight. Okay, cool. So I'll be catching up on Barry. So I appreciate you saying that. And then succession. Um, I heard what happened in season four, but I do need to watch the whole series. I heard it's really good. Um, so that guy, there, there's a guy in there too. There's a guy in there, uh, Jeremy Strong, who plays Kendall. Actually, the whole. Uh, do you watch that, Mike? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I, I big fan of Succession. Yeah, so Kendall, or well, Jeremy Strong plays Kendall, but I mean, even him in the first season, I mean, you know, it's almost. I don't even know what the word like. Just fucking sad the way that he is at the end of the season one, and then going into season two. But the uh, uh, Jeremy Strong, the actor, does really well. Um, they everybody in that show does is fucking awesome. I really think that it is one of the best shows out there. And half the time, I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about stocks and you know equity firms and like I don't even care. It's just good. It's good TV. Um, uh, Culkin, uh, Karen Culkin does. He's hilarious. But I mean, he you know. He's just saying he's just dropping the lines. I mean, the writing is and that's the only reason I actually wanted. So there's two reasons I started watching it was one, Corey from work started telling me about it. And then two, I watched Hot Ones um with Kieran Culkin and he just kind of made, made me want to watch it. So yeah. So I started to dive in and it's it is very good. I'm excited to kind of see where it goes. And then nice. beef yeah. beef is very good too. And I think that that's a good that's one of the one things I think um about uh, that show that is really good because of the fact that it's, 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 it's what you said, Ryan, like, you know, these, especially Ali Wong's character, you know, she should be on top of the world. She's got this and that. And, and deep down, she's just like unhappy, you know, and it just kind of shows the human experience between people um, of all different ilks and what people are going, th- going through. Um, like you said, you just don't know. Um, so it kind of leans into that, like, you know, you really should be kinder to people, you know, strangers, coworkers, and I'm not even saying kiss their ass. I'm just saying like, you know, you just don't know what people are going through. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's a good show. It's very good. I'm glad that they had, uh, Ali Wong and Steven Yen on that as far as like the mains. Um, but I think all supporting characters are really good too for supporting actors. Yeah, I, so. I think like the whole cast is amazing, and I think the writing is like superb. I the mean, writing is very good, you know, because all all of us have jobs where we meet people every day or we see new people every day, and it's just like, yeah, man, like this show does a really good job of some of the bullshit you hear about that people you know fight about or you know the road rage and shit. Like it's nuts, man, how well they've captured it. So yeah, I I can't recommend it enough. And then uh, John Mulaney's new special is out too, uh, Baby J. Uh, I highly recommend that. I watched that this week. Um, he dives very deep into his cocaine addiction and all that. So, um, and now he's got a baby with Olivia Munn. So he's winning on top of the world. There you go. 
anyways, guys, we are here to talk about Marvel and we're continuing the cinematic universe. We're still on phase two. Right, Eric? Phase this is phase two? Yeah. Uh yeah. so we're moving on now to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. And I gotta tell you guys just right out the gate, like, you know, I'll I'll go first on this one. But I remember when the movie was coming out, we were all really excited because James Gunn is great. Uh we love Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec and all that. And now he's getting all buff and shit. And then I knew about Rocket and Groot and then Star Lord from just past media like comics and just some video games, uh like Marvel Ultimate Alliance and then uh Marvel versus Capcom. So I was familiar with the characters, but I didn't really know much about them. And I would say like rewatching this movie almost 10 years later, because I think it came out 2014. Um, it holds up so well. I enjoyed every second of this movie. I had such a good time. Um, I haven't watched it since me and Eric watched all the movies leading up to Infinity War and Endgame. Um, so it's been quite a while since I've seen it. And like, the opening scene where his mom's dying like dude that shit fucked me up man i'm a sucker for that kind of stuff but the character development between all of them uh i just can't believe they did such a good job of like bringing all these characters to the prison and they're not immediately like trusting each other but like gamora is immediately showing a side that no one knows which is that she wants to betray uh ronin and thanos which you know obviously rocket's like well if you, everyone knows her name in the galaxy as just a murderer and shit, but actually you're seeing this different side of her immediately. And I just thought they did a really good job with the prison and then moving forward. Um, but yeah, I just, I fucking love this movie. I had such a good time watching it. I was laughing my ass off, but uh, Mike, did you know these characters before this movie came out and how did you feel watching it back then as opposed to now? I had no idea. Uh, no, none, zero. Um, and um, I guess, uh, what I was, how I felt from then and now, I, I mean, it just, I think you hit it on the head. I, I, I loved it. I, I still, I still have find a way to squeeze that in my favorite MCU movies, like at least top five. So, um, it was, um, it was, it was really fun watching it and, and, and showing like, you know, to the kids and the kids still, you know, identify with, you know, Brood and, and, um, you know, and, and, and Star Lord and, and and the green girl, you know, like my daughters are always in love with the green girl or the blue girl or whoever color girl. But, <laughs> but it, it, it's fun, dude. It's 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 um. It was one of the ones that I remember, you know, for the non um, hardcore Marvel guys uh, back then was. I remember I was like, I don't, you know, this is they're coming off of a few good ones that they set up these iconic characters and they're introducing a, a cast of characters that. Um, I know there's a good chunk of the people that don't really know necessarily. So they got to hit this out of the park. This is a really high risk, high reward type stuff. Like if they hit it out of the park, great. And it's just going to propel us up, like just jump up Marvel to that next step. And they did. Um, so it was a lot of fun rewatching it. And, um, I'm, you know, again, I wish I can shit on Marvel, but I, I can't for this one. It's, it's kind of strange, but, but this is a, uh, I love this movie. I even though I don't want to get get ahead of myself, but I, I love there's arguments to me that I like the second one better than the first one. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can dive into that later as well. I mean, I still remember that movie vaguely very much, so we can probably bring it up towards the end. Um but, but before we talk about how it propelled the MCU forward, because it really did in so many different ways. Uh Eric, did you know these characters before the movie came out, besides maybe just some certain media? And how did you feel about watching the movie this week as opposed to when you originally saw it? Which we were hyped for both, but <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's kind of the same with you. I mean, I, I, I mean, I knew of the Guardians of the Galaxy, didn't know all the character names. Um, I don't really remember when or where um, from, but you know, I was. I think honestly, I was more interested in Chris Pratt being the lead. Because I knew him, I had watched ritually Parks and Rec, so I knew him. Zoe Saldana, of course, I knew, and Dave Batista. They just started throwing stuff out there that was like, "Oh shit!" Like this is very weird. This is very different. And then you start looking like at the pictures from comics and the character lore and kind of the stuff, and it's like, "Oh shit!" There's a raccoon with a gun and a giant tree with a face, and and then you know Bradley Cooper's the voice, and and Vin Diesel, and and again Batista's in this now, so he's got a big. Uh, a big uh, movie coming out. It's just, I don't know, like Mike said, like 
definitely agree with Mike. Like if this flopped, I mean, this would have been a bad, just so bad, but it didn't. Um, and thank God it didn't because it, it's, it is one of the best Marvel movies. I agree with Mike on that too, uh, being in the top five. Um, I, like I said, with be, we, because of Chris Pratt, I was interested. Um, and then Zoe Saldana and then James Gunn, we knew his work from, um, whatever the movies before that he'd done that I'm forgetting now Slither and oh, Slither, uh, Slither was a big one for me. Yeah. Slither. And um, there's another one, but I can't think of it. Um, so I, I thought that was really cool. Marvel giving him a chance to kind of do that. And then, um, I actually saw this movie. I believe I saw it four times in a row. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when it came out. Um, I know that I went, yeah. I know that the last one I went with uh, uh, Britain, that was like our first date, like actual real date. Oh, um, yeah. We went and hung out out in um, Victoria Gardens and we went to that bowling out or the, there was a bar there. And then we went across the street and went to watch the movie at the theater there. So I remember that. And then watching it yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of it again. And I've seen this, I mean, numerous times. I, I don't remember how many, but I really enjoyed it. Um, like you said, the the character development, you know, with characters that you barely know and kind of, they lead you on, they leave you with a little bit of, you know, Drax and his family being killed and kind of Rocket says what he says and, you know, um, about his past. It kind of leaves you wanting some more. And then um, the opening scene is definitely still hits hard. Um so that's, you know, which is just a testament to the scene and the actors and the writing. So, I mean, it still hits home. It's still a great movie. Um, I think everybody did such a good job on this that it's really hard to, to knit. I mean, I can't, there's one thing I can think of off the top of my head that was just a little bit nitpicky, but it's really not even that bad, but we'll get there. Oh, the other movies that you would have really known him for is just Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Entire- that's right. Yeah, I looked at his entire filmography. It's literally just movie 43 the year before this comes out. Uh, Slither in 2006 or 2008. And then uh, Scooby-Doo. And then he did a Dawn of the Dead 2004 as well. Mm. So those three movies are the reasons why we know him. That one, Dawn of the Dead. That was the one where they dropped the Dead mall. actually wasn't. Yeah, I was going to say it's actually not a bad film. That's a good movie. Um, Yeah, so Mike said that this movie really propelled the MCU forward and it really did in so many ways kind of like Doctor Strange did with magic and this movie really propelled it forward by showing not only showing and talking about it the Celestials the uh, the Infinity Stones the Collector and his whole museum of characters uh, you know he even has like the, the the Dark Elves one of a Dark Elf in there and uh, you know Cosmo uh, Howard the Duck is in there too uh, I don't he's know got like a second Thor. Yeah, he's got like a Thor looking person Yes, with a red yeah. cape and a what's like a hammer or something, some kind of weapon. Yeah, it looks nice guardian, like, bro. Okay, was it just no, I know, guardian? Fuck, I don't. It looks just like Chris Hemsworth, though. So I, I don't know if like they're trying Mike. to poke fun at that. Bitch. Uh, but yeah, like this movie really like started the Infinity Wars. Essentially, like this movie really makes it happen and is the beginning of it. You know, essentially, just like I guess you could say Captain America, the Tesseract. But uh, yeah, I, I just couldn't agree anymore though like if this movie flopped i almost wonder where it would be at today you know but like eric said with the with the cast that they had it really started to find a lot of faith in it and then you know james gunn's history wasn't terrible so it's just like it was really exciting to see something fresh and different too though you know just a whole cast and crew of like space characters and and um honestly as far as like the comics go and like some of the stuff because obviously we all look it up and stuff before we see it just to get excited about the characters they did a pretty good job of adapting um all of them to the big screen their personalities are almost entirely the same as their comic book counterparts and you know chris pratt really embodies star lord and i would say the perfect way and and like eric said too that is something that like immediately got me on board with this movie like i knew i was gonna have a good time no matter what as chris pratt you know in a leading role um you know, coming off of Parks and Rec, so that's pretty sweet. Um, but uh, oh my gosh, I just drew a blank. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it great. Oh, that's what it was. 
Eric, you you brought that up and you're you are right. They talked about just enough of each character's backstory, besides obviously Star Lord, you're kind of just seeing it, but even then they talk about his dad. And so you're kind of just left wondering, well, who's his dad? And like, like what is what is this all about? Drax talking about his wife and uh daughter getting murdered, you know, or kid. Uh Rocket's history, you know, being pulled apart and then put back together. And then Gamora and Nebula, Nebula uh, kind of immediately having that rivalry right away. So you're like, well, where did this stem from? And and Thanos literally says like his favorite daughter or someone, something like that. So everyone's this, got a backstory immediately. Yeah. And this was the first actual look at Thanos, correct? Like full look. I know they've yeah, done the face yeah. and that was a different actor. Yeah. And Yeah. The Avengers thing was uh, just completely just his like side of his face turning around. But this was, yeah, our first full look at him. And they did a good job of that too, man. It was really fucking cool. It was really cool. I got excited seeing him again. Like I already know what happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's that. You know, they did a good job with just kind of drawing that up real quick and having that scene. And then, I mean, everything looks really good too. I mean, I think the only thing that's like is okay is maybe Zoe Saldana's makeup's all right, but like Drax looks really good. Um, yeah. Lee Pace as uh, Ronan looks awesome. Ronan. Um, you know, so, I mean, just everything they, they kind of did was pretty much on the mark. I mean, it's really hard to, to think about what, what maybe they could have done differently or better or, or, you know, cause I mean, as I watched it yesterday, I really, like, I just enjoyed it. I had no like qualms with it at all. Mike, did you find anything yeah. that was like, kind of anything like that? Uh, well, the, the, it was still, Ronan, um, uh, for me, like even the first time watching it, it was really uh, uh, like the whole theme of the movie. Really, because it was it was a it was like a space movie, but it was like I, it was more of like a comedy than than like it's like having a dark villainous character that only does evil shit. Now, there wasn't a lot of depth to Ronan um, compared to like some other uh, uh, Marvel villains. Um, I mean, most of the, I mean, that's a different conversation, but like, uh, but that's like, but he still, I mean, he didn't, it's not like he was a terrible actor or he did, you know, he took time away from other characters. It was just, uh, there's not too much depth behind it. Like he, uh, other than like him being like, uh, like brought up and bathed and, um, you know, smashing that dude's fucking head in with, uh, with his, with his, you know, long stick hammer and, and then you know his plan everything was clear what he wanted to do it's just like he just you know uh but to the casting thing because i wanted to talk about it because i i i i didn't feel that way because i thought like okay well like the like i love parks and rec too like but he's gonna he's gonna bulk up and he's gonna be the lead character and um like okay well like i is that i don't know if that's gonna work and then dave batista comes in like i don't know if that's gonna work either like it's just it and like Zoe Zaldana is like, what? Like, okay, but they made it work, dude. But a bunch of, you know, it was. Weird. I didn't think it was going to work, so I was um, glad to be wrong on that one. But, but it was just uh, back to your point. It was just a, a villain for me. Just you know, it was whatever. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think that the movie is actually about the Guardians, right? So the villain, and I, I hate using that as like a scapegoat, but I do agree with you, Ronan's he tells you exactly what he wants to do. There's not really a lot of backstory to why I don't think like why he hates um, uh, the Xandar. And um, besides maybe just years of uh, war, I think between the two, the Kree and the Xandar Zandarians. And, you know, but I think that's enough um, because the the movie is doing so much. I mean, like Ryan said, you know, they're introducing Celestials, Thanos, um, five new characters, main characters, if you will. Um, the Infinity Stones, the Collector. I mean, they're doing so much in this movie, but I think that um, Ronan only needed to do what he did. Um, but I mean, it would have been nice if there was maybe a little bit more to his backstory kind of just a little bit just to shed light on why maybe he hates the Xandarians and is working with Thanos and has like, this is just his well, life. He does talk about mission. It. Is he? Okay. Well, then I missed it. Yeah. He talks about how they broke the peace treaty and killed his father and his father before him. That's what he says. 
says that they, they mm. went against the peace treaty and they still killed his people. Well, maybe they should have had like a 30 second, you know, showing of that or I don't know. That way it actually, because st- yeah, you're right. He did say that, but you know, as well, the I was problem talking, is that didn't... we can't do that with every character, you know, and and the only reason why Ronan's here is to propel the Infinity Wars forward. Right. I think that's why, like you're kind of saying, like it's kind of okay that, you know, he's just there just to die. I and mean, that's all he's used for because we're just moving along with the infinity stones and shit. Yeah. And I think um, that that's to the detriment of the, some of these movies probably more so uh, per person. Like I don't maybe see a big problem with it, but like the, the, the random movie goer may be like, well, that was, he was kind of a shitty villain. You know what I mean? Cause it's the yeah, overarching it's because, story. Yeah. And I think it's because like some of the old school movies and like the, you know, between the seventies and nineties, like the villains had such a huge deal in the movie. But, you know, in the MCU, things are a little different where it's like with, you know, in terms of this part where we're moving forward, the Infinity Wars, um, you know, Ronan, like his his purpose was clear. His character was clear. And that's it. Like, we just move along, you know, and yeah, they probably could use a little bit more screen time of him being more of a villain. But I thought he was perfectly fine. He's giving orders constantly. He's talking to Thanos. He kills Thanos, speaker. He makes his actions clear and he kills his Andarian with a hammer, like Mike said. He brings up why he hates Xandar. He grabs the power stone and uh, succumbs to it. And he puts and infuses it with his hammer. He takes out half the Xandarian fleet. He has a dance off at the end. I don't know. I mean, he's in it quite a bit and does a lot and talks a lot. I don't know. I don't think he's like, I don't think he's sidelined. And maybe I'm wrong, Mike, but I feel like maybe as you put it, like, I don't think he's as, side, as sidelined as we're making it out to be. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't. I, it was just he—he he definitely had his fair share of of, of scenes, and, and again, like he had a clear directive and a clear part in the story. Uh, and I and now that you mentioned that that little tidbit about um, you know his his father and what happened, I do now remember. Um, you know, I just uh, you know because I'm trying now to think of how which one I could compare him to as far as like maybe like a, a mid tier villain in, in the MCU, and I I can't think of anything right now, but. I guess it was just more of a, just you know, like. Uh, just Mickey Rourke's more... character from Iron Man Two is pretty throwaway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, because he had his dad work with Tony. Yeah, yeah. He, but he, you even got like that whole beginning credit scene was even that movie was shitty. You got the whole movie, like opening credit scene was, was like that diving into that, and we just kind of get Roman and you know he's more like a general in the whole thing with uh with the whole scheme of things but i don't know I, uh, again that's like we, we all love the movie I, I i love the movie and i'm just i'm just again nitpicking but um i think it's a yeah. valid nitpick though because like he's such a huge villain you know he's the cree he's the leader of the cree and he's just in this movie to be thrown away to die like yeah I, I could totally see though why someone would have a problem with that i mean it makes sense to me it would have been cool if like maybe he survived and you see him with thanos the next time and then you have to kill we have to for sure put him down i don't know they could have definitely found a different way to still make him try to come back for revenge against the guardians and now the avengers but i i think there's definitely something there for sure um because uh what's his name eric lee pace or, or... Lee pace yeah he's a great fucking actor dude and i thought he did really good in the role so I, I think it's a very valid nitpick. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but, in, you know, in terms of the supporting cast we have as well, you know, we have John C. Riley, we have Michael Rooker, we have Sean Gunn, and we have um, Benicio. Uh, fucking collector. Yeah, Benicio uh, Del Toro. Glenn Close. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. I mean, we have just a, an incredible cast of characters all around. It's not even just our main cast. I, I thought, <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I thought all of them were really great, and 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 I think that's why I really like the movie too. Though, is I love it when it's not just the main characters that make you appreciate it. It's it's literally all the characters. You know, I, I think that's such a huge deal, and I think James Gunn did a really good job of writing that. But Mike, you look like you have something to say. What, what did you? Yeah. Have? <laughs> no, because you're listening off all the all the uh, all the 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 key characters that were in, or like you know kind of the smaller roles. And the one name you had trouble with was Benicio del Toro, dude. Like what? The, the, the Benicio is like the best at all. He's the best actor at all. 
no no he is he is i just uh i just blanked for some reason because uh, i don't know i blanked yeah because like you got michael rooker i was like that's right rooker rooker is like uh what's his name um yondu. what's his name yondu yondu i was like yeah then but yeah man, i i love i love the collector i thought it was a cool character i know he's pretty big in comics but yeah yeah, and I just like uh, you know, like all the characters in the prison, the Ravengers. I I just love how everyone's just involved. Like no one feels like a, I guess, a waste of screen time. You know, it was just fun to have everyone there. Uh, Eric, what did you think of like the Nova Corps and like seeing Xandar and because we also know the character Nova. Did you wish that he was in it, or wish that they did something with that? Now that we're in phase four and there's still no nova well yeah i mean as i was watching it i was like man they better have some fucking thing to do with nova in this one that we're gonna on number in volume three i mean they gotta put them somewhere because they didn't put them in one or two they're all over the place in xandar they talk about nova prime i mean you know glenn close plays nova prime um yeah i don't know if i want to say it was like a missed opportunity but i mean something could have been something could have been done um, I, I don't know how they'll like bring him in because of. I just feel like it was a missed opportunity because of how much time we spend on Xandar, literally seeing like all of their military, their their leadership, and it's like, man, where's Nova? You see the mili- the military personnel with the helmets and shit. And I'm like, man, right. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how they retcon, or uh, you know, because unfortunately that's just how these movies are going now. It's like, okay, well, where was Nova when Xandar was getting destroyed by Ronan? You know, just like, where was Doctor Strange when the Avengers were fighting in New York or whatever, all that bullshit. So it'll be interesting to see how they actually do Nova. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know a ton about Nova. Uh, I do like the character look and kind of what he does and all that. But yeah, I guess it was a little, I I mean, they could have done something, a little something, a little tease. Um, But he also probably is a big enough character that he deserves more than a tease and more than, you know, where he may fit in the timeline of everything. Yeah, so I'm yeah, sure it was just I, I obviously he's... done with a reason for a reason. Well, yeah, that's what like kind of confuses me about it is like how important he is as a character for like the guardians and just like the, as a space hero. Um, I'm kind of blown away that there wasn't like any direct reference to him especially like Kevin Feige, you know, producing all these films as well, like trying to move forward with the storyline. I just find it so weird. And like volume two, I don't know. I think there's still a reference to him maybe in there. I, I don't remember. Um, or maybe it's Adam Warlock. There's a reference to, oh, it's Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock for sure. Um, Mike, what is your favorite scene in the film? If you have one, that's tough. Yeah, that's a, First thing that comes to mind when you tell when you ask me is is the prison break and the and then now if I'm um I mean even kind of like low key one is is the opening scene you got a um to what's the name of that song it's by Redbone uh come and get your love and you, you see him you know the choreographer like he's dancing and he's doing he kind of get to introduce that like but like the character when he was a kid and the mom and that was cool but then having him be star lord um but i guess the prison break scene and then they're like being checked in and and uh the whole uh that's when you get uh i mean i love the soundtrack too i'm sure you guys can attest to that you know hooked on a feeling you get you get that from the that opening sequence and they get uh so because that was like the first time you get to work together and and uh, you get the uh, rocket on Groot's back and you get that that shot where you kind of get them uh, shooting everything. You up. get the whole team in the shot too, though, and they're all yeah. standing there where it looks yeah. like a promo shot. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it was, um, it was, it was cool. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think, um, you know, before we jump to Eric's favorite scene, yeah, the soundtrack for sure is massive in this, in these movies. And also like, Re revitalized all of these songs that are you know classics uh now like um so like the guardians of the the uh the the trailer for volume three i forgot what song they use in that but i shit you not one of my grocery stores immediately put their that on their radio station shortly after that trailer came out because of how <laughs> popular these songs have become yeah. i swear to god it's the truth like i know for mm-hmm. a fact it's because of that um 
so yeah, I think like that's something that James Gunn really brings to the table though, is like the songs that lighten the mood or set the mood. Uh, he definitely knows what he's doing with that for sure. Um, uh, but Eric, what's your favorite scene in this film? Mike took both of them. Huh? Mike took them both. No, oh. when, when you brought it up to Mike, <laughs> the first thing I said was the first thing I thought of was the, uh, the prison scene. And then, um, and then, so then he said that, and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll go with the the opening scene with just because it hooks you. Um, and then he he said the same thing. So fuck Mike. Um, <laughs> you know, I think a lot of the the better scenes are just kind of the banter between all of the characters. Um, besides those two scenes, um, you know, a lot of the stuff on the spaceship and kind of with the mixtape itself was pretty funny you know like what what the hell is this thing like you know drax is like picking it up and looking at it in the ship and and uh and rocket as well um so i think a lot of the banter is actually what holds that a lot of the scenes together um but i mean as far as my favorite scene it's the prison scene and then and then i would have to follow it up with like the opening scene although you know right in the beginning too when he's doing the dance with uh shit what's the song is it hooked on a feeling? No. Uh, oh, where he's dancing. Where he's, where he's, where he's dancing right now. After he gets captured and then he's trying to go get the, the orb. That's Come and get funny. your love. Come and get your love. Thank you. Yeah. I I was going to. Now, the my favorite now, probably because kind of like when we touched on Winter Soldier and how the third act was a little clunky. Uh, I didn't feel this that way about this one, but the the scene where they're kind of sitting down, and we're like, all right, we're gonna fucking die. So, and then let's who's with me? We're gonna we've all been shitty. Let's do something good together now. I hate, we I have hate a plan. You. Oh, that was yours. Shit, fuck. Yeah, oh, you God. fucking bitch. <laughs> all right, well, that was. <laughs> it, well, it, it kind of led in though to yes, it's it was gonna start with yeah. that scene. No. Oh, but yeah, it also yeah, led into yeah. them going back to Xandar and talking to Nova and them going like holy shit like these guys are mm-hmm. actually truly here to help these a-holes mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, the follow up to that would be them fighting Ronan blowing the shit out of him in his mm-hmm. spaceship and then the dance off to you know kill him so yeah. Uh, yeah. those would be like my two favorite scenes because I actually agree with you 100% Mike you know as much as I love Winter Soldier the third act definitely slows down but here at Guardians, it just keeps going. You never, you never get bored with Guardians. Like you're always excited to see what comes next. I think another good scene actually um, is when they're all on the ship and Drax knocked the fuck out, and the uh, Groot starts to grow basically around them to, oh. to save them. I think that's a really good yeah. scene too because it kind of shows that they've gone through some stuff now and they kind of trust each other and. Group sees that and gives a shit, and um, just shows a little depth. So I thought that was yeah, a good the, scene too. The the character development for a tree that says "I am Groot" in this entire film is actually pretty remarkable. He goes from just being a tree to continuously getting new, you know, using new powers, like you said, to and then to literally save them at the end. Uh, it's pretty fucking crazy, man. I was sad as shit when he sacrificed himself. Like I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. I mean, obviously he's a tree, he can come back, which, which is what we do see. But still, um, I really appreciate them going all out and making sure that someone dies or that the stakes were as real as they claim in that circle conversation that they had. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I love the film. I don't think there's any bad scenes at all. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you guys like to talk about this movie? The the one thing that I, uh, the dance thing still kind of gives me a little. Kinda, it is a little stupid. Yeah, but but I mean, but that's like, against the movie. Me. Is it's kind of goofy in and of itself. So almost, you know, kind of makes sense. And I thought it was a little longer. I'm glad Ronan didn't do like. Of course, he he shouldn't um, and wouldn't probably considering who he is and you know whatever. But it would have been worse if. You know, they actually did a dance off because, you know, whatever. I don't know. But that was the one scene where I was like, it's a little cheesy. Well, Well, the dance off is for sure goofy, but I think the reason why they get away with it, you know, like James Gunn, like still stuck with it is because not only is Star-Lord's character, even in the comics, like that goofy, Chris Pratt can make it believable, though. And because he's a Terran, like, you know, 
you know, earth is just terror to people, you know, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like Ronan's just like so baffled. Like, is there like something that's going to happen from this? And then of course, obviously just enough to distract him. So rocket can blow the shit out of his uh, hammer. Um, it is goofy. Like there's no question about it. I'm not trying to defend it, but at least like, you know, with the characters that we have and, and who's playing them, I feel like they pulled it off still. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were we saying about volume two earlier? You think volume two is better than one, Mike? Uh, that you said I, there's a few arguments to me. Like, yeah, I, I remember, uh, <clears throat> Just because of Kurt Russell, I mean, I guess I, I I think uh learning about you know Peter's dad and stuff, uh, and and they uh, introduced uh, some new characters that were kind of he kind of got a look with the Ravagers. Like, I still would put I put the first one over over two over volume two, but um, I guess I like neck and neck though for sure. Yeah, the soundtrack was better in volume one, I think too. And I, I keep coming back to the soundtrack with all these cool uh, old songs and, and the the emotional connection that that gun tied it in with his mom giving him that. And, and you know, you kind of get and then in volume two, you get like um, they just lost Yondu. Spoiler alert. And they get uh, and then what's his name? Is it like um, what's the, like it wasn't an iPod. It was a, a, a Walkman. A Walkman. Was it a Walkman? And oh, oh, get, in. um in volume two, it's a zoom, yeah. a zoom, yeah. And he gives it to Peter, like, hey, like this is all the fuss is about nowadays here. And there's like a bunch of so it was, it was cool. Man. I, I, st- I love this movie. I, I think it, um, it's 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 got to be somewhere in the mix for for top five for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, yeah, the the dance off was in that. I mean, I. The fucking there's a raccoon in the movie, dude. That talks, and, and there's a tree, and you know, so I wasn't like, you know, I could I could take a dance on. Um, I also have Yondu for- at the end of the second one saying, "I'm Mary Poppins, y'all." So <laughs> before he dies, so mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, I think both movies are like neck and neck because I'm thinking about like a lot of what happens. You got Sylvester Stallone in it too with his crew and shit. Um, they are definitely really good movies. Um, yeah, so. The post credit scene for this film, I forgot to watch them because I was just going to look it up on YouTube instead of actually sitting through the credits. But well, well, the first one's Baby Groot dancing. And then every time Drax turns around, he just stays still. But I, there's a second one, isn't there, Eric? Or I'll say, I don't remember. Does you guys know if there's a second one? Howard the, wasn't it Howard the Duck? Wasn't it Howard the Duck? Oh, oh yeah. Mm, thank oh. you. Okay. So, yeah, they did nothing to move forward. They just, so that's where Howard the Duck was. Got it um yeah fantastic movie uh you guys have anything else to say about it before we rate it and kind of wrap this up no not really i mean i think it's we've said everything i mean it's just really fun um they did what i think nobody thought they would do uh and knocked it out of the park i mean I, you know, thinking about it now, as you guys were talking about the second one, I'm like, man, the second one's pretty good, too. So I I may watch that today just because because I want to watch it before the third one on Thursday. Um, Yeah, I'm probably going to watch it, too, just to, you know, sprinkle it in sections because you're right after, you know, Mike bringing it up and we're kind of talking about it. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of good moments in that one, too. I'd I'd love to see fleshed out again, you know, because obviously I haven't seen it in a while, especially before the third one. Just come over and watch it. Oh, probably Where's not today, fucking yeah. invite, dude. Or don't. Jesus. You live too far, Mike. You guys live too far. Well, so I, I, I don't think the MCU would be the MCU. To, you know, even though that phase, we're in phase four now, like it wouldn't be as strong if this movie flopped. And if this movie fucked up, and they had a bunch of question marks and a bunch of stuff that people, you know, other common folk didn't know about, if this movie fucks up. Um, I don't think the MCU is nearly as strong. So, and they 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 did something that I I was wrong. I I was not expecting much of this movie, and maybe that's why I worked so much. But I uh, still I love the movie. So now I'm trying to think. Yeah, like uh, yeah, like nothing against Cap or Iron Man, but I agree. Like 
this movie is definitely what kept the MCU alive in terms of moving forward with the specific storylines, such as the Infinity Wars. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, but I'd give the movie a nine out of ten. Uh, it's it is still like it could be considered an epic, but I really do agree that like maybe Ronan should have been left alive or just something to give him more screen time down the road as a really heinous kind of villain. He didn't have to necessarily die, but I still like what they did with him. But um, the rest of the movie's pretty goddamn amazing. I don't, I can't really critique anything, so I'd definitely give it a nine out of ten. Yeah, same here. I'll give it a nine. Um, I, I mean, I think there's just a couple little things, but it's nothing that's like just so insane that, you know, I can't live through it and I can't enjoy it. And um, it's just really when you start to nitpick or not nitpick, but just kind of what you've watched it numerous times and you just a couple little things that you think of. And um, but yeah, I give it a nine for sure. The top 10 yeah. Marvel movie. For, yeah, no, top 10 for sure. Um, I'd probably give it more like closer to an eight. Uh, or like around the same like Winter Soldier, like eight and a half. Um, uh, yeah, man, I again, like I still, I think I want to be shown. I'm probably gonna be, you know, replaying this movie for a long time, just not just for me, but for the kids and, um, you know, and and just just an all around great, you know, I, I, it's kind of, I, I don't, now I don't know because I kind of want to, I, the fact I was kind of upset at the moment because when 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 that shit happened with Gun, what happened with Gun? He got like, did he diddle a kid or something? What did he do? It wasn't nearly as bad. No, he just had mentioned it was from like his Twitter in 2011 that people were bringing up. Wow. And he had he had jokingly said some things I don't remember exactly, but it, obviously like a, there were... a joke. Regard it was just dark humor, bro. It was just yeah. straight up joking about pedophilia. Not it's just something like it. Like it wasn't saying mm-hmm. he condones it or anything, or um, yeah, condones it. It just it was just a joke, just like Kevin Hart with like what got him off the hosting the Grammys or whatever the, mm-hmm. or the Oscars. It's just it was just a joke that people were just manhunting people for any kind of person that had a joke back then. They were just can trying to cancel him, and uh, thank God it didn't happen to him because I, I think this guy's awesome. Like I thought Peacemaker was fucking legit, the Suicide Squad. So I can't wait to see what he does with the DC universe as well. Um, but yeah, so that's the movie. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is great. I can't wait to talk about the third one. Hopefully next Sunday, Mike, make sure you see it this week so we can talk about it. Because me and Eric are going to see it on Thursday. Um, no, I know. Guys, probably... Thanks for the thanks. Thanks, thanks for the invite, guys. What do you mean? Thanks for the invite. You're going to drive Fox out here? Suckers, dude. I, I, uh, yeah. I might. Okay, I'll buy you a ticket. You come out. What Thursday? Thursday at three. Thursday at three. All right. Okay. I well, mean, let me know. You should probably you should, you should probably <laughs> let him know today me. so he could buy a ticket. There's <laughs> <laughs> that. Well, um, we we're we're at you know closer in right by my house down the street from All my right. house. There's a theater. So All right, dude. Better figure it out. Yeah, you could take the seventy four yeah. the whole way. All right. For I just the, can't. I just yeah. just literally this morning just passing through the seventy four. So I'll. I, uh, yeah, so, man, you, so you came by our houses and didn't say anything. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was wow. fucking. It was five thirty in the morning, dude. Yeah. I was awake. Were you? Yeah. Uh, I was awake too. No, I was like, I was awake, but I kept purposely going back to sleep and stayed up, stayed in bed till late. Yeah. Thank you for the the the. I did not know about the i the details of the James. The James Gunn needs to be up there with with Favreau and the Mount Rushmore of, of MCU stuff because of what he did. That's why I was kind of like, I was like, shit, man, they're really gonna fucking. Sorry, I, that upset. That, that that was upsetting, but. Oh wait, no shit. The Russos over James Gunn. Oh no, now I'm thinking. No, well, you said not Rushmore, so I mean, you still have two heads to. Well, there you go. There's. I mean, is there anybody else that needs to be up there? I, don't know. I will say though that it was it was upsetting that they had canceled him. Whatever Disney or Marvel, whoever said, okay, well, we're gonna take the heat off of us and get rid of him. But then after you know there was a little bit of maybe a couple of days, I was excited that. Um, the guardians themselves, all the actors pinned a fucking um, letter stating that, you know, that they're standing with him and, you know, that this is just bullshit. And that was, so, I think that was signed by almost everybody on that part of that team. So uh, yeah, over something like that, after what he did for that fucking whole, you know, enterprise dude. So damage control. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like, uh, you know, 
Jim from Ghost Inside. He was the manager right. because of some stuff that came out too. He literally canceled himself and then just got back into the band later on. I was like, it's a smart move. That's what you had to do. You yeah. want to blow yeah, over. So uh, yeah, that's it for the MCU today. Uh, we'll see you guys next Sunday as we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, there's a lot of reviews for it out that are non-spoiler and a lot of people are just saying it's good to have the MCU back because it is kind of just a standalone film like J- James Gunn didn't make this you know worrying about moving forward with anything and uh, I can't wait to see this movie I, I think it's going to be great I think the trailer's phenomenal and uh, who doesn't want to see a baby uh, rocket so uh, thank you guys so much Mike Eric thank you guys so much for being on the show I really appreciate it don't forget to check out all of our social platforms in the giveaway be sure to leave a comment subscribe like all that bullshit make sure you get it done and uh, yeah we'll see you guys in the next episode Bye. Bye.